Rabosai, we are in Daf Lamed Aleph Lamed Aleph. We're starting Daf Daf Lamed Amid Beis, the second to last line, the third word for the end of the line. Amar le Abayla Rabbi Yosei. If he wanted to know, according yesterday, the way we learned, according to Yehuda, that the whole tefila of a person before going to the Zohar is only in Midrabanan to remind him in case he in case he was unclean. So maybe it doesn't really need all the rules of tefila. So he said to him, he said to him, tefila zu. This tefila that we're saying, according to Yehuda, is only Midrabanan. Okay, chotzitz or chotzitz. So you have to worry about an intervening substance or not, since it's not really a tefila from the Torah. Do we worry about? Intervening substance or not. Amar Lacey said to him, Call the Takam Rabbana came to Rice Takam. Whenever the rabbis make rabbinic decree, they decree it modeled after the after the Torah law. So since it's being a Tavila and the according to the Torah Tavila can't have an intervening substance, also here, even though they only made it as a rabbinic decree, they made it that it has to be without any intervening substance. Amar Leabai La Rav Yosef, he writes to Rav Yosef. Yeah, okay, uh, 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 and he asked him this question. Be a bimiktas. What about if a person is not really going to put his whole body into the courtyard? He's only going to put one. one he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna put one part of himself uh, into the courtyard. Is there too an obligation for the person to towel even though he's clean? Okay, shma biyob. No, be a bimiktas. Coming in a little bit. Shma biyob. Is that called coming into the courtyard? And he has to make, do a tevila. Oh, lower. He doesn't have to. If he's only going to go in a little bit. He doesn't have to towel himself before. Amalei. So Rabbi, Rabbi Yosef said to buy. Come on. He says, take a look. It's clear. Bahonos, okay, the big th- the big fingers, the, the big the thumb and the and the and the big toe, Yochicha, they prove the point. Why? Shahin be a mixus. Okay, here all he's doing, the Mitzorah, the leper, is just sticking uh, he's only putting his hands or his feet in there in order to in order to in order to uh, in order to um, be you know to have him put the to have, to have him put the blood or the oil on it, on them and he's not going all the way in Vitania and we still learn that the, the leper goes to the mikvah and then he stands in the shanikonar where he's going to stick just his uh, uh, just his uh, thumbs or his big toes in there so what's the big deal. So you see, but not what's the big deal. So you see clearly that even partial coming in needs a needs is called coming in, and you need to go to the mikvah. Okay, okay. Let's say, let's say, like, let's, let's say, okay, that's all good. You have to go to the mikvah if you're going to go in. Okay, what if the person, what if the person is going to is going to stand outside, use a knife with a long blade, and he's going to shech the animal inside the azar. He's going to stand outside and, 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 and extend the knife in, and standing outside, he's going to shech the inside. Okay, okay, and the Gemara says, Tiboy the Benzoma. I can have this question going to Benzoma who holds that going to the mikvah before coming into the courtyard is a Torah obligation. And Tiboy the Rabbanon, the Pligaleh of Yehuda. And I can even ask it according to the rabbis who disagreed with Rabbi Yehuda. And they said that no, that any normal person who's clean doesn't have to go to the mikvah before he goes into the Zara, only, only a leper. Okay, Tiboy the Benzoma. I can have the question according to Benzoma. It says that every clean person from the Torah, according to the Torah, has to tov before he goes in. Atkan Lamachai Benzoma. Up and when, so how, when? Did, under what circumstances did Benzoma say everybody, even a clean person, has to has to go to the mikvah where goes in the courtyard? El that's the only person who's actually going in. but this person standing outside and he's shechting inside. No, there's no. I could say so. They according to Benzoma that there's no problem. He doesn't have to go to the mikvah to shecht inside while standing outside. Odilm, or I could say no. He says ati the meshucha. We have to say maybe even Benzoma would decree that he can't do it. Why? That he cannot stand outside and shecht on the inside because he'll he'll be drawn. He'll, he'll be drawn after. After the after the knife into the into the courtyard and therefore and therefore maybe we say even Benzoma would say that he has to go to the mikvah. Tiboy the rabban and the pligalid Then I can ask according to the rabbis who disagree with Rabbi and they hold that every every person who's clean doesn't have to doesn't have to go to the mikvah before he goes in except for a leper. When is the rabbi said that a normal person who 
who's clean doesn't have to go to the mikvah, the low carbon of other, because he doesn't have to go to the mikvah because, because he's not, he, and he, he, even though he's going in, but he's not, he's not doing any temple service. Avahacha the carbon of other here, where he's doing the service of, of shechting, okay, low, they, even, they, they would say what, that he can't go in without, without, without going to the mikvah. Maybe it makes no difference. What's the difference, whether you're doing a service or not? They said, as long as you're cleaning, you go into the court, you don't have to go to Tobol. So we don't, know what the, what, we don't know what they say, what all, according to all these opinions, and the answer is take it, let it stand. We don't have a conclusive, uh, conclusive answer. Okay, now, we, we learned in the Mishnah, we learned that that the that the uh, uh, that the that the um, that the he 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 immerses himself uh, uh, ten times and he washes his hands and feet ten times on the Yom Kippur day. We learn We learn that a brisa five five immersions and ten washings of the hands and feet uh, does the Kohen immerse himself. And wash himself on, uh, and wash his hands and feet on that day of of, of Yom Kippur. V'chulon b'kodesh. All those are in the holy area. They're in the court, temple courtyard. V'vesa parva in the in what's called the chamber of the parva, which is really on the roof of the chamber of the parva. Chutz mishonim. All those immersions were there in the base of Parva, except for the first one. Why? Because the first one, the first Shaisa uh, 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 the first Fila members before he's coming in. So that's in that's in the, it, that's in the non-holy place, Agabi Sharmaim. That's on top of the gate of the water, which was next, which was on the southern side, uh, next to the Kohen Gadol's uh, residence. Uh, was next. It was next to the chamber of the Kohen Gadol. Okay, and that one, and that was even though it's on the roof, even though it's on the roof of the Sharmaim. That roof was even though it's also the courtyard, but that roof wasn't holy. That's that is mundane. Amra Abayesh, Mamin also Abayesh says, "Wow, you can hear from here. Very interesting, very interesting thing. Ain Etam, the the spring of Etam, which is the source of the water for the mikvah and the base of Megdash. Gavor Mikaka Hazara Asimah Shalashamas. You have to say that that spring is twenty three amas higher than the floor of the." Base of, than the than the than the than the floor of the than the ground of the courtyard. Why is that? Because remember, because that spring has to that spring is going to have to uh, feed the mikvah, and water doesn't go upwards. Water, so it has to be has to be uh, it has to be higher, at least a little bit, a drop higher than the mikvah. And we're going to see that the mikvah itself is is twenty three, so it's going to have to be a little higher than that. Why is that? Let's take a look. Call up because we learn. Okay, okay, the because we learned. Call up all the entrance ways in the base of all the entrance ways were to the courtyard were were twenty amas uh, twenty amas high and ten amas wide. except for the entrance way to the foyer, which was which was which was uh, forty amas high and twenty amas wide. But all but the but the one we're interested in. But now we're going to see. But this is the entrance way of the Sharamayim, of the, the, the gateway where we're going to have the, the mikvah on top of it, that's going to be 20 high. So let's think about it. But Tanyim, we learn, Besaro Bamayim, we also know when it comes to, when it comes to being Tobo, Rachel Besaro Bamayim. The person who, the person who had an emission, he has to wash his, his flesh in the, and it's really, it says, it's called Besaro, it says all of his flesh in the Bamayim in the water. What does that mean? Okay, Bamay Mikvah in the waters of the Mikvah. Kol Besaro, why did it say, it, says, it actually says, Verachat okay, Bamayim Es Besaro. Why does it say all of his flesh? Why does it tell me? He has to he has to immerse himself in enough water that the whole body can fit into it. How much is that? That's one amma by one amma at the height of three amas. 
mikvah by himself, which the rabbis, which the rabbis calculated, is forty saw of water. But the point is, what? So how high is the mikvah? It's going to be three amas high. So if the gate is twenty high, you can add three amas for the mikvah. So therefore, what? So therefore, the anytime has to be just a drop higher than twenty-three amas from the ground of the azara. Agamar says, one second. Why are you figuring only twenty-three? Only three amas higher. It's got to be more. It's got to be. It's got to be five amas higher. Five amas higher. Not twenty-three. It should be twenty-five. Why I vaha ika amalatikra? You're going to need one ama for the for the for the roof of sort of for the roof of or for the we call the ceiling of for the enclosure of the gate of the water. That's one ama. The ama lamaziva. Remember, you have to have a base for the mikvah. The mikvah is not allowed to leak. You're going to have to have a cement base for the mikvah also. That's going to be an ama. So you're going to have to add two amas. It should really be twenty-five above, not twenty-three above. In order, in, or, you know, just above. But it should be twenty-five above, not twenty-three above. The answer is go. The guru says no, no. It's only twenty-three. We all have to figure why. Shrimp the besamigdash came in the shayshin in because the since the gate to the base of Middash were made out of marble, which is very strong, and you're not going to need you're not going to need a foundation for the mikvah. You're going to make everything out of marble. The foundation mikvah is not going to have to be an amma thick. It, it, it can be very it can be a, a, even a, a thin layer of marble is enough to seal it. And the same thing for the roof of the or the ceiling of the gate can also be less than amma. It doesn't have to be so big. Therefore, they, therefore they can make it. They can make it with just a little bit, a little thin layer. And therefore, what? So the, I, so you only need two thin layers and not an amma and an amma. Okay, so what? But you have the thin layer. What's the, what's the difference? It should still be. It should still. You should still add the thin layers. What's what about that? The answer is Since each one is not an ama in itself, Abai doesn't figure into the calculation. You're right. It's really twenty three plus some. You know, plus some. But the, but that's what he figured. He figured the uh, things that, uh, that goes to full amas, which is twenty three. Now we learned. We learned that what did they do at the end of the mission? It says Pairs of Southern Shell Boots. They would they would spread out a sheet of of uh, white linen in front of the Kohen Gadol when he's going to the mikvah. My Shell Boots. Why did it have to be specifically white linen? Because Rav Kana like Rav Kana said later by the second immersion he said Kadeshi Yakir Avodas Hayom Boat. So everybody should know that the day's service that the Kohen Gadol, even though normally for his regular service he wears eight garments, four of them which have four of them which have gold on them. The, the, the service of Yom Kippur is done only with the, with the linen garments, with the white garments, and not with the ones with gold. Hachinami's here too. He's have to say also by us. That's why they're putting out the shiyakir avodasayom big day boots. The reason they put up a specifically a white linen uh, sheet is to remind us that the, that the, that the Yom Kippur service is done only with the white garments and not with the gold ones. But remember, the first thing he does in the day, he does start with the gold garments. He does the daily service. Okay, so now. Now we want to talk about the Yom Kippur service again. Pashat, okay, with, with verses, the Kohen Gadol comes and he takes off his weekday clothes, his regular, you know, his, not his regular clothes. Okay, Yard Vatovo, he goes down to the mikvah and, and he tovos. All of it is topic, gets up and he dries himself. Havila, big days off, they bring him the golden garments, okay, that's the eight because he's going to, because, uh, be, okay, because he still has to do the daily service first. Okay, with Labash, and he put them on and he washed his hands and his feet. Okay, you notice what? Only one washing. They brought him the the carbon tamid, the daily, the the daily, the sacrifice every day. Kratzo, he he shechts it just the amount, just the amount that he has to shecht. He makes the cut just big enough 
to uh, to to fulfill the obligation to shech the animal, but not it doesn't go further. Umeirak acher, and then another one continues it. Okay, acher shchita yodo, and another coin comes and he completes the the shchita on his behalf. Once he's when he's done he's done the minimum, why? Because that because he has to rush to receive the blood. So he's going back. Oh, so while the other guy's continuing, kibel sadam is rako. So he receives the blood into the vessel and he throws the blood. Uh, onto the altar, like we okay, uh, uh, the, the blood of the of the daily sacrifice. Then nichnas lahaktir. Then he has to go into the into the temple to to bur, you know to burn the the daily incense. Ketores al shachai to bring the morning the morning incense or lehetiv es haneir. So in order to clean out the uh, the lamps of the menorah or lahakivis arosh and and then and he and to and then he and then and and to sacrifice the head vesay varim. And sacrifice the head and the limbs of the of the carbon tomb. He puts them onto the altar. And he also has to bring. Remember, every day he has to bring a mincha, a, a, a pan mincha that's baked in a pan that he brings every single day. Okay, and then he has to also bring the libation, the wine libation for the carbon tomb. He really also brings the mincha, but it doesn't mention it. Okay, Torah shachar. Now, once we mention the, the incense, we'll talk about the incense for a minute of every day. The morning incense was given between the sprinkling, the throwing of the blood of the carbon tomb and the placing of the limbs of the of the carbon tomb onto the altar. Shall ben arbayim, but the afternoon incense that was given every day by the every day ben evarim. Bein Avarim, that's given between placing the limbs of the of the carbon tomb onto the altar, Lenasachim, and its libations, namely the wine and the and the mincha. Now we're back to back to back to back to the mikvah, back to the mikvah. The kohen gadol was a was 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 very old on Yom Kippur. Oh, Eastern is if he's particularly particularly sensitive. Okay, mechamin lo mechamin. Then on the air of Yom Kippur, we heat hot water for him. Umetin letoch atonin. Then you put the, you put that hot water from air of Yom Kippur into the cold water of the mikvah. Kadei shetafig tzinasan. In order to in order to uh, in order that that the um, hot water should lose some of its of its uh, cold. It should be it should be mitigated. Okay, now. The Gemara has a, a big problem. We have later an argument between Rabbi Meir and the Chachamim uh, as to the order or as to the order of washing. Do you wash uh, before you take the clothes? From we change from one holy garment to another holy garment. Do you wash before you take off the holy garment, the first set of holy garments, or after you take them off? Everyone agrees that when you put on the new garments, the new holy garments, you wash afterwards. But the washing, but but when you take off the holy garment, do you wash before you take it off or after you take it off? For, for whatever reason, the, the students, the students, but well, not for whatever reason, the students of, <coughs> of Rav Papa <coughs> with the other impression that the reason Rav Meir and the rabbis argue is because Rav Meir believes that both washings are for the sake of the new garments that you're putting on, whereas the rabbis believe that the first washing is for the sake of the garments that you take off, and the, and, 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 and the second washing is for the sake of the garments that you put on. Ah, so they figure, that's why they, they say, Amruah, Rabbana, Kameh, Rav Papa. So the rabbis said in front of Rav Papa, from the fact that we see our mission has only one, one washing, there must be not, not like Rabbi Meir. Why? Our mission, you know why there's only one washing? Because he's taking off his, his, he's taking off his, his, uh, his garments from outside. And since, since they're not holy garments, so there's nothing to wash for the taking off. So that's uh, nothing much for the taking off. That's good according to the rabbis who hold the one washing is for taking off and one washing is for putting, for, 
putting on. But according to Rameir holds that both washings that you do are for the sake of putting on. So what if you're taking off a whole garment? You still wash twice, once for the garment, what you wash two times, both for the holy garments you're putting on. So this mission must be against Rabbi Meir. The Rabbi Meir, if it's Rabbi Meir, we came down with Kedushi Alavisha. Since Rabbi Meir holds that you wash both times for the putting on of the new garments, okay, Avilu, they do it. Uh, uh, okay, therefore it's also here too. Even for the first time he goes to the mikvah, he should wash twice. Uh, first time he should change his clothes, even from his mundane clothes to his holy clothes, to put on the, gar- the golden garments to, to, the, to do the daily service. He should he should wash twice uh, for putting them on. Um, he said, you're making a mistake. It's not true what you're saying. You believe that the argument between the Rabbi Meir and Rabbi, the Rabbi is because Rabbi Meir holds you wash twice for the putting on and not once for the taking off, once for putting on like the rabbis. He says, it's not true. Whether you hold the rabbis, you hold Rabbi Meir. One of the washings is for taking off the holy garments. One is for putting on the holy garments. Therefore, here in our Mishnah, so we, we, we understand why there's only one since the since you're not taking off holy garments when you start, you only have one washing for the for the for the putting on of the holy garments of the gold, but not for taking off of his mundane garments. Aye, so what was the then what but according to him, what was the argument between the rabbis and Rabbi Meir? Here's the argument. The Pasik tells me, Upashat, he's gonna take off the the, 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 the linen garments. And he's gonna wash, he's gonna wash. And put on the garment, the other garments. She takes them off and washes them. And we learn it as if there's a washing for the taking off and the washing we're putting on. Rabbi Meir Savar holds what? Even though we're washing once for the taking off, once for the putting on. But we're comparing the washing for the taking off or the washing we're putting on. Just like for just like for the just like for the for the putting on, you first you first wash. You probably you first just like for the putting, you first put on the garments and then wash off pshita. Also, the washing you're taking off You do the act first. You, here, you do the act of putting on and then wash. You do the act of taking off and then wash. So therefore, you what? You wash after you take it off. Uh, you, you, you wash after you take it off. Okay, that's that dipping in remeir. You compare just like you wash after you put it on. You wash after you take it off. So the washing is after taking off the clothing. Rabbanan sabre. The rabbis say no. The rabbis say no. You compare the taking off to the putting on malavi. Just like the garments that you put on, you wash when you're wearing those garments. Also, when you're washing for disrobing, you still wash while you have the garments on. So that's the argument. But everybody agrees. So the, the argument is only what, whether you wash before you take off the garments or 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 or, 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 or after you take off the garments. But everybody agrees that the wash, one washing is for taking off and one washing is for putting on. The rabbi said to him, no, he says, it can't be true what you're saying. It can't be true what you're saying that Rabbi Meir holds that you don't, that, 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 that Rabbi Meir holds that you wash for taking off. Why is that? And, and, there, and that's why, uh, 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 and the only reason that you don't wash here is because he's not taking off holy garments for the first washing. He says, he says, can you say such a thing? It's not true. We learned explicitly that according to a mayor, in the first, in the first time we're going to the mikvah, he's going to wash 
twice. Well, Tanya did me learn. Persusodin shall boot They put they put up they 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 extended a a a a white linen sheep to him and the people. Upasha and he took off his garments for tabal and he went to them and he immersed himself. All of him is tapeg is tapeg. He came up and he and he dried himself. Hevila big big dezava lavish they brought him the golden garments and he put them on the kiddush yad of raglav and he washed his hands and his feet. Rabbi Meir Omer Rabbi Meir says explicitly. Pasha v'kiddush yad of raglav he took off the garments and he washed. His hands and his feet. The yard with Tabal of his pocket topic. He went down, he immersed himself, and he got up and he dried himself. He be a big dissolve. The lobash, they bring him the golden garments. He puts them on the kiddushah, the raglav, and he washes his hands and his feet. It's explicit in the Bryson that the first time around, Rabbi Meir says, You're washing, he's washing, he's washing after he takes off the garments. The first time, if they tucks off his whole garments, it must be what? Both washings are for what? It's like we're saying, he has, you have to do two and both washings are for the putting on. Amaralu, if Papa said to them, okay, he says, he, Tanya, Tanya, if that's what the Bryce has said, the Bryce has said it. I can't say, you, I, what I said is only without that Bryce, but according to that Bryce, I can't say what I'm saying. Umar has a, has a, has a very simple arithmetic kasha. Bishlam of the Reb Meir, Hanan Mishkach Haslaw, very good, according to a mayor, who, according to a mayor, uh, 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 According to a mayor who says that you're going to wash twice, uh, twice uh, for the putting on every single time, so then it makes sense. He had two the first time around. I have ten. Okay, he, he got, he, he, I have ten. Uh, uh, five for each one of the tefillah is going to have is going to have two washings. Going to have two washings for each putting on. El Rabbanu, according to the rabbis who holds, okay, Tishahavu, Since they hold for the first one, since there's no washing for the taking off, you're going to be missing one. You're only going to have nine washings. The answer is the Rabbanu says you're making a mistake. Kedusha Basha says the last washing and the after the last set, even though there's no immersion, there's still there's still one. There's still going to be a tenth washing. Why? Kipasha big the coach for like big when he takes off the when he finally takes off even after. After he finishes the service, after the last immersion, and when he washes hand, when he washes his hands for putting on the, the golden garment, when he put it put 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 in, uh, put, in, put, in, put in, me, putting on the holy garments. Okay, when he, okay, big when he's going to take off the holy garments at the very end, he's going to wash one more time. He's going to wash one more time. So you have two for the last set. Plus, plus one more when he takes them off and puts on his mundane clothes. Well, okay, well, awesome. and that's when he does the washing. So to get also according to the rabbis, you have ten washings. We'll call that a daf. Everyone have a wonderful day and a wonderful Chodesh.